We hit the button. Hit the button. We hit the button. Is the button is are we live? I don't know. Yeah, we're live. Wee. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Plastic Fanatics, the late night after cast. This is episode 146. We're back again this week. Took a little bit of a week off last week. Went to um it was last yeah, it was last week. Uh, did some stuff, but um welcome back. Uh, this is gonna be a good show. We have two blasts from the past. Um, skeleton warriors and uh, we're going to be doing a thing that i used to kind of do in the past um i like to do a little versus kind of segment so we're going to do the adams family versus the monsters we're going to go through a history of both franchises and then you guys can determine which one you think is um better or not better or just you know whatever so we're going to get into that and there's there's a lot of other news such it's just me and Charles for right now, so that's cool. Trent might be here, might not be. I'm sure he will be. <laughs> this is the at some point weekend, he'll show up. The weekend before Halloween, so I know everyone is having their little parties and such and everything else. And I have one I'm going to tomorrow, so it's gonna be cool. But all right, let's. Uh, how you doing, Charles? I'm doing good. Doing good, man. Good. You get anything this uh, last week or the other week? I don't see you anymore now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I picked up uh, the Spider-Man Homecoming on the Steelbook uh, Blu-ray version. Hmm. Uh, I got collector's, edi- uh, collector's edition of Army of Darkness on Blu-ray. Nice. The uh, Alien Quadrilogy on Blu-ray and War for the Planet of, of the Apes on Blu-ray. Wow. So you had some stuff to watch, huh? Pretty cool. Yep. Nice. Well, I haven't seen Army of Darkness in a good while. I, I remember bits and pieces of it, not <laughs> everything about it. Cool, cool. The nice. Collect, yeah, the collector's edition has like three different versions of it. Mm. Where did you go? I don't see you. Just a black screen. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> sure. All right, cool. Um, see you. Anything else for you? That's it. That's it. All right, cool. Well, I got my favorite eight movie to also, and um, very good. Love the I love the series. It's one of my favorite yeah. remakes, um, and does a lot for the franchise. Um, I was just disappointed I didn't find a steelbook version of it, so I just I, I didn't it. either. Yeah, <laughs> I bought the three D version, so it's like three D apes coming right at you. <laughs> Human. No. Um, so, uh, what else did, let's see, what did I get? Um, I got the fans Toys Omega Supreme, Terminus Giganticus. He's a heavy sound bitch. Um, fun. Uh, I'm going to put him with my Chug stuff uh, just because he fits in um, and all that. Uh, what else did I get? I got the Asterix, uh, the Calidus Asterix. So, I got the IDW Lost Light looking Rodimus. And uh, what else I get? I got the, what is this thing called? The Inferno Squad agent from GameStop. So I got that thing. Um, uh, yeah, that's it. I'm probably forgetting some stuff. but um, Yeah, I think that's it. So um, not bad. Kind of a, kind of a uh, little haul. I'm waiting for my um, my BBTS stuff. Oh, I have a huge pile of loot. 
Um, it's going to be fun. Baldwin drop. Baldwin drop. Ha, nothing. Um, <laughs> walk, a, walk a mile in my shoes. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, let's see. Let's get into some. Where are you, Trent? This casual lateness is really. Nine viewers, right on. Nice. Yeah, it's probably like my two kids, my wife, <laughs> my mom, and probably a couple of friends. Um, so, do, 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 do. Uh, let's see. I guess that's about it. Um, let's just get into some screen sharing because I got a lot of stuff. Wearing some ROC gear. So we're going to go over that here in a second also. Uh, uh, let me make sure I'm on the right album that I want and then we'll screen share so magically delicious that's everyone all right do you see my little logo my thumbnail yep all right it's just you and me, Charles, so you're going to have to. <laughs> All right. I know who I'm talking to. So, <laughs> unless I'm going to talk to myself. All right. So, episode 146, obviously, you can tell there that's the little caricature that we see at the end of each episode of Skeleton Warriors, which we'll see at the end. That will be a part of the Blast from the Past. Again, like all the Blast from the Past, I will put a link in the description so you can bypass all this great news, banter, and crap and go directly to the stuff that you probably want to see. So it will be in the description. All right. Cool table network, like my podcast, go check them out. We have end of the realm. We have the ROC hangout. We have stasis lock figure banging. We also have Shattercast uncut nervage radio toy detox, eight weeks, beers and bolters, 40 K. Um, there's information creep. There's this show right here that you're watching. Um, isn't there i think there's a new one is it it's clutch and iron claw doing a lego thing coming soon huh. something like that but check that out on his youtube channel where you find stasis lock and you can find all these shows on itunes whatever your social media pushing device whatever android stuff five star likes all that type of stuff there's my spiel all right, so if you watched the ETR show the last couple of weeks or last week, um, ROC hoodies are up for pre-order on the Roma Collectors website. That's www.romacollectors.com. $55 shipped in the U.S., I believe that says right down there. Um, but don't worry, if you're international, we will work out something with you. Um, but you have your choice of which hoodie, a zip-up or a pullover. And again, go check out. Sizes are limited. Get them now and all that it features the new logo if you haven't seen it yet they're missing out um so and then there's other merchandise on the website also there is the roc shot glass two for 13 ship then there's also the friends and family t-shirt till all are roc which is 30 dollars shipped in the u.s and that was a t-shirt that i was wearing shout out to energon addict for sending me this shirt um I have to gain some weight. I'm not a double XL, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So um, it's all good. 
but it's 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 a really nice shirt. So um go find all your merchandise at www.romacollector.com. I think I put an extra W in there, but um you know what it is. All right, let's move into some other stuff. C dub stuff. Good old C dub. Um, as I label it, crappy writing. I'm not going to go into Supergirl. Um, the, the Flash was okay, kind of mm, campy, but um, we do get to see, or we got to see, a preview for this coming week's episode, which will feature Elongated Man, and we'll also see Breacher. So that's pretty cool. DC Legends of Tomorrow. Didn't really see a lot in that, except for we got to see Mara's older sister, uh, Kuasa, I think is her name. She is um, she has another totem that she can control water and such. And then Arrow, Arrow, um, Arrow's interesting. Uh, Oliver's no longer the Green Arrow. Uh, he has passed the mantle over to John Diggle, who is unfortunately taking some type of drug to keep the shakes off of him because of the accident. That occurred on the island, which was the um, cliffhanger of last season. So, um, yeah, that's about it over there. <laughs> uh, so that's about it for all the C-dub stuff. Um, Stranger Things, uh, the next season debuted on Netflix, which was, a, which was pretty cool. So, um, I need to check that out. And then I also need to watch Gifted. But any of the stuff you watching, Charles, are you watching any of this? Nope. All right. I'm glad I'm I'm helping you. Um, hopefully I can maybe persuade you. Yeah. I know. I, 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 I watched the first season of Supergirl and that was it. Mm. I just... You're lucky. Too... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched it and I was hoping, really hoping that her and her sister Alex was supposed to be at Emerald City Comic Con two years ago, but they canceled, unfortunately. Um, huh. I don't know. Maybe they were like worried, like, "Oh no, it's not gonna be a good show." But, um, but, yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Supergirl is probably the weakest of the four, in my opinion. Unfortunately, yeah. So. All right, moving into some cool Hot Toys stuff here. We're looking at the Arkham Knight. This is a reimagined suit, um, kind of reminiscent like of Batman, Batman Beyond. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is um, their kind of reimagined look. Looks pretty badass. You got yeah. the nice sleek black. Give. Uh, yeah. Oh, so we have Brammer wants to join the <laughs> join the show right now. It's like, dude, man, show starts at five. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, all right. Son of a bitch. Let's stop screen sharing. Go back over here. Hey, what's up, everyone? Do do do. Um. So, yeah, he had been on here so long he forgot how to join. Apparently, yeah, he's had computer issues or something. I don't know, but that's right. cool. We'll put we'll put Brammer on here. It's all good. Fine, fine with it. There you go. 
All right. Means I got to start the show all over. <laughs> and still no, and still no Trent's. No, Trent's is boycotting. Yeah, probably he's on another show. No, I'm just kidding. Trent's will be here, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. All right. We're back to screen sharing. Can you see the? Can you see what I'm seeing? Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Hey. Welcome to Plastic Fanatics Late Night Aftercast, episode one forty six. Hey, you should take a look at the Cool Table Network podcast. Network of like minded shows. You can find a Facebook page and all these other shows right there. We have oh zip up pullover. Go to mocollector.com. All right. All right, moving on. All right, here we go. So a really cool costume for Batman here. If you're familiar with the Arkham Knight game, I still yep. get that. Um it's a really nice looking, um, creepy kind of looking uh, Batman. Um, this is a Hot Toys exclusive, so it's uh, it's coming out second quarter of next year in 2018. Not really sure how much it's going for, but you can see all the stuff that it comes with. So quite a bit of stuff. Yeah, uh, normal <laughs> stuff that you would see from the game. So if you're familiar right. with the Arkham games you'll know exactly all this i'm not going to go through all the details and such yeah so there you go all right this was fun um now ah oh man player's guy damn square enix bandai <laughs> we're taking a look at the justice league flash right now from play arts kai this just dropped i think about a week ago um as far as pre-orders and such Eat the for e-tailers in the United States. This is going for about 150 bucks. I don't get it. I still to this day don't get it. I hear a squeaky chair. Sorry, it's me. What's up, man? <laughs> What's up, brother? Not much. How you doing? Good. Good. Thanks for the link. No problem. So, you get anything this week? Uh, I finished off uh, the Dragon Star second wave. Nice. And built my Shenron. Cool. Uh, other than that, pretty much Dragon's nothing. Got balls, see? Hell yeah. yeah <laughs> cool, cool. Nice. Well, thanks for popping in. Thanks for having me. No problem. All right, so we're looking at the backside of the Flash. He's looking at his ass and all that sort of type of stuff. <laughs> Quite nice, I guess, for 150 bucks. I don't know if it's that nice. Um, really disappointed with the fact that you don't get it that many, well, actually none of the cool accessory pieces that you got with like even the DC variant version of Flash. Um, you just get a total of three pairs of hands. Actually, wow. Actually, you only get two pairs of hands. Excuse me. Yeah, you only get you get a pair of fist hands and you get a pair of open hands. And that is it. For a hundred and fifty dollar figure? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Um every time that I usually see the, the trailers and such with Flash in it, he always has like that lightning, you know, kind of surrounding him because he's about to take off and all that yeah. kind of stuff. It would have been nice if they could have made that into the stand to fit onto the figure. Would have been badass, kind of like what they did with the old school figure arts Goku, Super Saiyan 3 Goku, but um, kind of uh, disappointing here. Yeah. So, damn. 
irritates me because this is my only outlet to get my movie figures. I'm I stuck with the BVS stuff and then Wonder Woman's coming out. We got the tech suit, Batman, and then the Flash here. So I know we're getting an Aquaman. So, oh well. All right, up next is the Play Arts Kai Zack figure. He's from Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. Game back on the PSP. Was that on the PSP? I think it was, yeah. So there he is. Broadsword and everything. Buster Sword. So, retail for this figure, I'm not quite sure. I don't think it's as, as high as um, the Flash, but it is over $100. All right, moving into Star Wars news. Uh, this was interesting. Star Wars Elite figures are coming back to the Disney store. Starting October 27th, you will be able to pick up the Chewbacca with Porg. These are the kind of larger scale, more kind of NECA 7-inch um, scale, I guess with die cast and such but if i was not mistaken these things were like on clearance for like five bucks back in the day yeah. trying to get them out of the store now they're back so huh. interesting i heard there were nightmares for figures yeah they're pretty crappy especially the grievous i guess yes oh my god damn it why why nick why did you have to bring them back <laughs> sorry brother uh, that was the worst pick. Oh, I should have picked that. Oh, man, that was... We had the question on ETR last week about if one thing that you picked up that you wish you didn't. Yeah, that was that was it. General Grievous from the Star Wars Elite Series. But um, here we have Chewbacca again with Porg coming out October 27th. Finn in his First Order disguise coming out on Halloween, October 31st. We have Poe Dameron, the... Um, the next Backstreet Boy coming out on November 7th. And then on November 14th, you have Rose and BB-8. On November 21st, C-3PO. Uh, November, what is that, 28th? I can't see it. Captain Phasma. And then you got Supreme Leader Snoke December 5th, which looks extremely small. But I don't think these are to scale with one another in this picture. Yeah. I'm hoping they're not. Yeah. So there's the packaging again, window box. The Chewie doesn't look too bad, actually, the face sculpt. They look good in the box. It's just when you pop them yeah. out, <laughs> that's when they the problems start. Yeah. yeah. It's unfortunate. And then you look at the back of them, and you get to see all the nice little screws. So, <laughs> yeah. The screw holes and all that. So, All right. This is interesting. Coming soon is Toy Box Action Figures, if you're familiar with the Star Wars or the Disney Infinity. Um gaming system that you could get for you know from ps3 all the way up to ps4 xbox 360 and all that um they're actually making figures out of those um characters or the character look which is pretty cool and the other cool thing is they're going to have more articulation than your standard three and three quarter inch star wars basic figures these will have 14 points of articulation they will be an exclusive at the Disney store on their website, shopdisney.com, and will be coming out November 3rd. So, kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. All right, so for all you guys who like the thrill of the hunt but want a little bit of an edge, here is some of the new UPC Walmart SKUs for the upcoming Black Series. 
So we got DJ here. We have Ray on the island. I guess, look, we have Captain Rex, Death Squad Commander, Jawa. So some repackaged into the actual Black Series instead of the 40th anniversary. Grand Moff Tarkin. Uh, we have Forlom and the Rebel Fleet Trooper. So I'm not going to go over all the numbers here. You can come back and pause it and check them out and put them into your search, whatever you use, checking inventory and such. We also have the 6-inch Solo Star Wars uh, Wave 1. And this is just this is from yakface.com too, both of these, just to let you know. So these are the more some other SKUs for Zeus, Vesta Guard, Hermes, Athena Gray, Artemis. Those are just names, um, just to fillers. Uh, I don't think they they don't portray any such characters. So yeah, they're on quotes. Yeah, they're just fillers. But wow. you have the SKUs there, and I have I would say ninety five percent of the time I'm when I've used these SKUs, they've always worked. So. Mm. so there you go. Uh, Super 7 here. They're giving us the Filmation, Mass of the Universe, um, all that type of stuff. Continue on the classes line. They got a little bit of um, wanted to showcase some things with the new wave. So Hordak, you can actually have his cannon arm, cannon arm on either arm. So it's not just fixed onto his left. So that's pretty cool. They re revised the Imp Deco. I guess. I don't know. Um, huh. Man in Arms can actually hold a laser firing accessory piece from his gauntlet. That's cool. He's got a bigger crotch now. Or no, he's got a smaller <laughs> he's got a smaller crotch. They revised it. <laughs> revised tooling corrected the hip centerpiece. So that's cool, I guess. I don't know. Um they redecoed Tila. Why is she so glossy? Wow. I don't know. Oh God, <laughs> that's pretty. How <laughs> she get in and gain some weight too? Bukaki Tila. That's just not right. I don't know. It didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. All right, we saw these before. These were I don't know dropped at some one of the conventions, but. Uh, the whole crossover with the turtles uh, we saw it with wwe and now we're seeing with ghostbusters so there you go you have mikey as pete which is odd so um they do come with a ghost accessory piece they all come with their um um proton pack and um trap and all that type of stuff and they all come with a pk meter Sorry, man. I, I was just going to ask, are these the larger scale ones? Because if you remember with the WWE ones, they came out with like the regular packaging mm -hmm. and then they came out with larger ones. I think these are the larger boxed ones. Okay. That you see. Mm. Yeah. Uh, because they have better articulation. It seems like a little bit. Mm. Um, so price points probably going to be around the $20. Um, so, Winston is um, portrayed by Raph. Egon's portrayed by Donnie, which is a no-brainer. And then Ray is portrayed by Leo. 
kind of weird. So there you go. And some pictures. Don't expect like, you know, paint and all this other stuff. I mean, this is Playmates. This is still a retail. But kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. Especially if you're a Ghostbuster fan. Yeah. Girls fan. Oh. Or both. Um, unfortunately, the Proton Stream accessory pieces are a fixed piece. They're part of the little mm. gimmick. The um, oh. little there's a little thing right here that you can spin around so it makes it move. So, <laughs> pompadour hair. I love it. <laughs> Interesting. So there you go. There's Slimer. There's the Library Ghost. Air dog, fish, ghost thing. I don't remember. All right, moving into Dragon Stars. Um, Sweet. This is their next wave, which is uh, pretty cool. The build a figure in here is basically the um, fusion between Zamasu, which is this guy down here, and Goku Black. I believe it's just accessory pieces that you can put on this or is it a completely new figure i'm not quite sure um i, I don't I'm know i've only seen like pictures like this uh i don't yeah. know i'm assuming it's its own figure so it's got to be a little bit bigger and such but um what you get in the wave here is this is based off of dragon ball super so you're getting the first look of super saiyan blue goku and vegeta with the with the Whis symbol on their Uniforms, you get trunks, future trunks, which is badass. You get hit, you get Goku Black, actually Goku Super Saiyan Rose, and then you get Zamasu there, which is pretty badass. So, first time we're actually... that hit. Oh, I know. Definitely. Huh. Now, I'm sure Figuarts is going to give us these, but the time frame is when. But it's really cool that yeah. Bandai America is stepping up and... Um, giving us characters that we haven't seen yet which i like so i mean two out of the six we've seen but yeah that's pretty nice but they're there yeah hit looks pretty dope it's a badass um, yeah he is yeah see i'm so, not a big enough fan of dragon ball to drop money on figure arts but these little things are satisfying enough for me yeah and yeah, they're not bad. The face sculpt looks a lot better on the Super Saiyan Blue Goku. I will say that. Yeah, like there's something a little off on the whole first wave, like the Saiyans. Yeah. Beerus, um, Beerus and uh, Frieza look good, though. Yeah. Yeah, Frieza um, is good. Beerus is funny that he's smaller yeah. than the figure arts. And I compared the two together. Like, hmm, interesting. But, um, and there's Vegeta, Zamasu, and then Goku Black. Again, so, we are like, getting the Goku Black in the figure arts also. So, what? No, yeah. So, when does this Zamasu guy uh, show up? Because I'm on the Cartoon Network, like the Adult Swim viewings, because okay. they're in English. Yeah. Um, so you're watching the tournament with Chapa. Yeah. And um, 
you're going to go through another little rinky-dink story arc with, um, I think, with Vegeta right. and um, what's-his-face. They're, um, you know, uh, their secret weapon for um, Whis and Beerus. <laughs> Just oh, yeah. in case Goku loses. <laughs> yeah. Such. But um, after that, you'll see him pop up. Zamasu will pop up in the future trunks. Oh, okay, cool. Which is really badass. I I really want a Weiss so bad. I love him. Oh, I know. <laughs> he should have. The figure art should have came with some like food type product because yeah. they <laughs> always eating. I mean, he has the O face, but he doesn't yeah. have like any food and such. But yeah, the future trunk story arc is really good. I yes really enjoyed that. Um, so you're you're in for a treat. And I'm I'm looking forward to the dubbed too because some of the translation, you know, I'm like, okay, what the hell? Oh no, I don't get it. So it's gonna it's gonna be a lot better. But, cool. All right, moving into Marvel Legends, Black Panther Wave. This is for the Black Panther movie. Uh, we have the build a figure in this wave is Okoye, which uh, character from which I, I think I have the comic book. She's from Black Panther Volume Three, Number One, and such, but. This is his look from the movie. He comes with an alternate head, just like his Civil War version. And then he also comes with a head for a Koye. And an extra pair of um, hands, fisted hands. There you go. Very nice. And then you have the other variation of the Black Panther. I think this is the pre- that's Killmonger, dude. In the movie, yeah. he he's like he has the same suit, except it's decorated differently, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not into too much. Oh, who's that? Someone else here? Trent. Yeah, sorry about that. Showed up. Sorry, Sup, Trent? I tried. <laughs> I tried to cover the mic so y'all wouldn't hear me. All right. But yeah. How's it going, fellas? Not much. We got to start oh, the show man. over again. So here we go. Going to have to go through all these pictures. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> okay. No. So uh, we're just looking at the uh, Marvel Legends Black Panther stuff. Okay. So that's all. That's a pretty badass looking suit. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, yeah. So. Not too shabby. A lot of accessory pieces, which is really cool. New accessory pieces, at least yeah. with um, can't see this gal's name. This is in the way. Nakia. There you go. Nakia. 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 I don't know. Okay. Cool. I'll go with it. Um, so pretty cool. Again, this is from the movie. Cheers. Kind of sucks though. Every time I look at accessory pieces, now I gotta wonder what are they gonna repurpose this for? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Has, Hasbro's gonna do Xena figures. There you go. <laughs> you know, I, I, I would, I wouldn't doubt that. <laughs> or Tron or something. I don't know. But there's the build a figure, Okoye. It's pretty cool. Um. I don't know who the character is as far as in the movie and all that. I'm sure it's going to be good. It's our second female Build-A-Figure. Mantis was our first. 
So that's pretty badass. Mm -hmm. But I will admit it's kind of a little underwhelming. Just like, okay. Um, yeah. I'm sure I may, I may like the figure more once to see the movie and all that. But again, it's like we had, we we're coming off the Thor Ragnarok where you had the, you know, Gladiator Hulk. Like, wow, you're, you know, your 20 bucks is going for each figure and you're getting this, you know, massive dude. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's back to this. So hopefully to offset the cost, we're going to see a lot more accessory pieces within the wave or really fantastic sculpts or something. I don't know. Um, But maybe Agent H can um, elaborate on that later sometime. There we go. Uh, and that's the um, issue she's from. This is the variant Quisita, but um, still Marvel Knights, Black uh, Panther Volume 3, number one. Yeah. All right. Other ones in the line, Invincible Iron Man. It's cool. You get a Tony Stark head. Uh, but yeah, I guess you do. I mean, look at the amount of accessories that you get here. You get yeah. another pair of hands. You get some blaster effects or whatever. You want to use them for? And I, I don't know what that is. Like a cannon, something. I think it's yeah, I, I can't tell either. Yeah, not bad. So, Black Bolt. Uh, it doesn't really come with that much. So these are all part of the same wave for the Akoye build a figure. I guess I don't have Submariner. Submariner comes with. Two heads, one with his uh, beard, beard and mustache. Nice. I wish he had a hobo, you know, like a trench coat, or something. <laughs> you know, when he was like he had amnesia and he's just like, come on, we've we've had this Submariner. I mean, we've had too many. I mean, let's come on, let's get that one. I don't know. All right, hey, moving on. Might be able to put his head on old man Logan. There you go. Um, and we know Russ is a big time fan, fantasy, uh, Fantastic Four fan, so. Oh, Hopefully yeah. the Silver Surfer is not too far behind. I know it's a Walgreens exclusive, but still, I'm buying that for him. I'm just kidding. Not really, but uh, up next here is the um, metal build, which I will be picking this up. I don't care if it's 200 bucks. Um, one of my favorite <laughs> animes of all time, Full Metal Panic. Um, Full Metal Panic from Ufu is actually my favorite, but out of the series. But this is the Arbalist. This is Sosuke Sagara's um, mech, which is really badass. Very well detailed. It's only seven inches tall, or a little over seven inches tall, but it's got die cast. Um, very, very well articulated. All the right spots. Huh. So, looks good. Comes with all the accessory pieces that you would want. Um, the robot spirits one was good, but this one, um, it's got some little added touches, which I really, really like. It's got the Lambda driver. It's badass. No Lambda driver effect pieces, unfortunately, but still, I like that. It does come with a little figurine Sosuke, so that's cool. And then you can see that you can open up the cockpit and you can see Sosuke actually in there. It should come with a chittery, but oh well. And then you can nice. see him actually working on the Arbalist. Got a little docking station. 
So, what was, this, what was um, the name of this anime you said this? Full Metal Com- Panic. Full Metal Panic, okay. Yep. Great anime. It's the produced um, animation was done by Gonzo. Chris mm-hmm. Patton is the voice actor. Lucy Christian, Hilary Haig, Vic Manoa. Mm. Good. Good times. Um, it's got all the hidden compartments for the weapons. And then that's all the stuff that you get. So really cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I should get quite a bit. I mean, $200, you're up there in the Solichigokin price point, uh, even though this is a lot smaller than that, but this would be kind of like a masterpiece, I guess, equivalent. But I'm not sure if we're going to get any other ones. All right, moving into McFarlane uh, toys, we have Commando Spawn. <laughs> so there you go. All weaponed up. Very Yep, very spiky. Poke your eye out. Scorched Earth <laughs> variant. Not bad. So. And then NECA, we have the quarter scale God of War Kratos. Or Gerard Butler on a bad day. <laughs> Sparta. And then there's also a... What was this? I don't think this was a quarter scale. Or was it? I can't remember. I think this was part of a two-pack of two editors. Get that one and you get this one. Cool. I, like I love the Predators, one. but mm, there's just yeah. too many. I just uh, yeah, I can't have I I can only have about maybe two clans and then I'm I'm spent. So I don't even pay attention to that. I just buy what looks cool. True, I, I'm a sucker <laughs> for that too. I mean, I remember when Big yeah. Red came out. I'm like, who the hell is this Big Red? Yeah. I'm like, dude, the guy looks cool though. <laughs> I want him. <laughs> I like that mask. It's kind of like Shredder. Yeah. 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 Or the foot. It would have been hilarious if this was a foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that would be a cool crossover. Turtles versus a predator. I like it. And it's just Get Casey Jones in Halloween. It's just Casey Jones in a Halloween costume. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got an 18-inch quarter-scale Aliens toy here from Super 7. They, uh, they kind of announced this before. Um, I just want to feature because it's got the glow in the dark, but it's got a hell of a grill on him. I mean, damn. Lord. Look at that thing. <laughs> wow. It's miss. Yeah, I know. I dubbed this the Nelly alien. Little John. <laughs> Big Little John. Little John. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. But The bling bling alien. I missed out. My oh. last Sunday, I totally forgot about it. But I had Naughty by Nature and Tone Lo show up in my town. Did a little oh. concert what? at the casino <laughs> of all places. But I'm like, oh, I'm down with OPP with some old people. <laughs> all right, moving into Transformer <laughs> news. You can feel the excitement on the show. Um. I thought this was a cool collage. I don't know. I just yeah. I don't know who did it. Yeah. 
but whoever did do it, awesome job. I just like all the masterpiece, um, their um, versions that they wanted to use for this little collage. So pretty badass. Yeah. Something to strive for, I guess. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, so we have Dinobot. Not a lot of information about Dinobot, the next Beast Wars masterpiece figure. But he's he's there. He's coming. So so your Cheetor and your Optimus Primal will not be alone for long. He's kind of draft-necked, ain't he? A little bit. Yeah. But I'm just hoping that the bot mode looks decent and and I'm hoping yeah. the fact that I'm probably going to I'm going to I'm going to buy it no matter what and put it with mm -hmm. the other masterpiece Beast Wars figures but I'm almost tempted to put it actually in my more current Beast Wars like chug just because mm -hmm. it'll be of size yeah yeah but we'll see it's about damn time though come on yeah <laughs> All right, here's here's something that's really great. Lost Exio Realm. This is fans project. Uh, Pinchar, this is their snarl. Um, so we can finally finish off the Dinobots. Um, I guess mm. better late than never. Still have mixed feelings over this. Um, it's debuted uh, for pre-orders on pretty much all the e-tailer sites for around, what, $80, something like that. Uh, I do want a die clone version, so I want the black chest. Even though I still need to find the stinking Grimlock with the blue crotch, but um, I think he's one of the better looking fans project ones. He is, except for this. Now yeah. I get the fact that you can manipulate it, and we saw it that way. But if you're doing a picture to promote your your product. I would assume that you would, especially after you know years of like let's let's get this shit going. But um, you'd want to, you know, showcase it both ways. But they didn't. Um, I mean, look at yeah. that thing. It just yeah. looks. Oh my! I hate my. Computer. Oh, it is off. Just like my computer. Hey, look at me scrolling. All right, back to this. All right, so yeah, it looks off, big time. Yeah, um, but we saw it before at a convention with the actual top down, so he looked mm -hmm. more normal. So I'm hoping he still has that ability. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. So we'll see. Yeah. If not, fans project can go suck a D. There's always, always a sawzall. <laughs> Zoom. Yeah, I'm just. Um, I don't know. This is Fans Project's way of coming back. It's just you can stay in the depths of hell for all I care. Um, yeah. There's <laughs> there's Dino mode. There. Oh. Now is that like a driver for him? Yeah, their little guys for the Lost Exio Realm were their weapons. Oh, okay. And then the TFCon exclusives were the actual drivers, where they had them, you know, magnet, magnetic feet. They didn't oh, transform. Yeah, so, there you go. 
and then we're also getting the add-on kits that um or fans projects stuff that they kind of announced before and kind of didn't release and then now they are going to release and put forth the effort to the magnus <laughs> the optimus now these still are for the classics yeah okay so there they are next to each other um I don't know. It's really piss poor business practice, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got a degree in accounting and finance, but uh, <clears throat> I mean, I may not be the smartest, but it's just, I mean, anyone can see this. Like, come on. Why are you doing this? It's kind of stupid. All right. DX9. Didn't like the fans, toys, Omega. Understandable. You have another ch uh, choice, Gabriel, the fallen angel. Or you can just get their guardian robot. The blue colored, which isn't too bad. The hell is this thing? What is that? The wadded up robotic toy? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there, was some, there was some trash or something, so I put it in there and didn't realize it. it it's a rock lord. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. All right. There it is. Any guys on board buying an Omega? Not until I get a bigger room. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I want I'm one, but I just I, I don't know where to put them. Right. Yeah, I'm kind of out on like the big city bots and combiners until I get a room. I want to do a table mm. just with those guys. Don't you have a room on the top space. of your details? No, because of the way um, I have them set up with the Bestas, there's really low ceilings in this room. Oh, okay. So, like, you can kind of see behind me, I got some, like, chugs, and, like, a masterpiece will fit up there, but um, not anything big like that. Okay. Like, I'm struggling to get a uh, MP Grimlock box up there. Uh, you got that sign, yeah. you? Hmm? You got that yes. sign, yeah, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been so tempted to open it, but yeah, it it's sealed and yeah, it's kind of cool conversation piece. Especially when they say, "Why don't you open it?" And you're like, oh, "I can't open it." Yeah, I can't open it. <laughs> All right. So if you want, also, Fan Stories is giving us the Guardian mode, the blue Sentinel look. So that's pretty cool. Go ahead and army build them. Pretty badass. Yeah. Recreate some of yeah. the stuff. Recreate the scene from War Dawn with the aerial bots and all that. So you get a set of toys in there with the aerial bots and all that. So that'd be kind of cool. All right. DX9 is also doing um, this weird hybrid between Transformers and Zoids or something. I don't know. I'm not too familiar with it. This is Erotimus. T Beast. This is not part of it, but. It's what it's supposed to look like. G Creations was actually doing something like this. But yeah. there you go. Huh. It's That's unique. Interesting. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. So why can't a third party give us an SDF one? I was thinking of these little pillars up there. <laughs> but 
There's the uh, cat mode. Oh. Yeah, you can see the little driver right there. Kind of a nice little throwback to Zoids. Diclone. Yeah. This is from G Creation. So that was that thing I'm right there. Definitely get, I'm yeah. definitely getting that prime though. Prime. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, gonna put he, him and the uh fans hobby red dragon with my Leonidas. I think that'll be cool again. Yeah, that would be cool. And then yeah. this one right here in the middle is sideswipe. But is now is G Creations and DX9 the same? I have no idea. I don't either. I don't know. Don't really care. Ooh. G Creations Prowl? Or is yeah. it Rebel? Look at that. Pelvic thrust out. <laughs> uh, uh. That's right. Uh, Tra uh. Trademark of the super robot. Yep. <laughs> Do the Macarena. Pelvic thrust out. Yeah. There we go. Got his batons. Cool. That is cool. Mm -hmm. Vehicle mode. Moving into fans hobby. Got power baser there. We got their overlord in the background. Or what was that? Double something. I don't know what it's called. Double Looking evil? good. Double evil. Yeah. Might be it. That was just so impressive to see TF gone. This thing. The Overlord, yeah. Overlord, yeah. And, and the Prime, man. Fans uh, Hobby is like my new favorite company. That's that cool. I love their monster Good. bots. What trends? I said, I said, I love the way that truck looks, though. People yeah. are complaining about the trailer. Yeah. That, like, it's too short yeah, to the man. ground. Okay. I, I love it. I, I mean, this thing in... Combined robot mode, whatever, super Jinrai, whatever it is. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. it does look good. I mean, the trailer, I don't yeah. care. You're going to utilize it in the combined mode. Yeah. Um, so, whoopity-doo. I still, I don't know that I like this feat by my head. I, I don't, yeah. I wish it was flush with yeah. the actual chest. I know that would be just an original look, but still, just odd. Yeah, it is. Just, uh, just mis uh, mistransformed, maybe. <laughs> no, it's it's the way it is. <laughs> at least every picture, they're at least they're consistent if it is mistransformed. Yeah, look uh, at that thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is very impressive, though. He does look badass. Um, yeah, I like the detail on the little Power Master, or, or what is it, God Master? Godmaster. Yes. Godmaster. Yeah, the de oh, man, I love fans hobby. Yeah, they came out of nowhere and they're staying strong, in my opinion. They're gunslinger, Bad. they're G2 Optimus, Laser Optimus Prime, and even their black convoy. And now finally yeah. giving us a trailer for them is pretty badass. So um and, and, and the um whatchamacallit, like how they're doing that thing with Jeff Sr. Where he's designing the R on one of the trailers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna see that. I think in a couple more slides, but yeah. It's uh, yeah, this that right there, I just can't get over it. And it's just a, it's a Transformers fan bitching. I know. Yeah. 
but it's I don't know. It's just weird to hide the tires because it's obvious right there. If you could hide the tires, then it wouldn't be obvious. Like you're just, you know. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a throwback to the original and all that, but come on. Kind of late. It's a legitimate gripe. You just got like you just got to figure out if you want it, even yeah. despite that. Yeah. But this is the Power Master Prime Wars or Super Genre Wars. I mean, you're getting a ton of them from a whole bunch of people. Not all on the same scale, but you're getting a ton of the actual character. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I look at the trailer. I don't know. I don't really care. Looks good. The individual mode looks good of Optimus or Jinrai, whatever you want to call him. Jinrai. Jinrai. That is cool. And you get the faux um, chest, too, which I like. So they kept yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Reminds me a lot of the Gobot Ranger color scheme on his arms and legs. But um, what's that diecast matrix? Interesting. But it's got the base mode for the trailer. So that's cool. I guess. Yeah, I, I loved playing with that thing like that when I was a kid with the original. Yeah. I liked having the base and then. I might have to buy two of these, and I don't usually do that. Wow. Baller. Damn. Cool. And speaking of the Red Dragon, there is the Transmetal 2 Megatron. An all badass. Yeah. Just a redecoed, slightly retooled version of their Double Cross. And then we've already seen these. They're Gunslinger or Gunfighter, sorry. I like Gunslinger better, but Gunfighter to their arch enemy. Which I do like the fact that they got the arch enemy. I mean, we had Black Convoy back in the day and RID then had it as a Toys R Us exclusive, but there is what you were talking about, Nick. The yeah. trailer. Now, part of me would like it to be chromed. It'd be kind of fun. I'm sure that, I mean, this is just to show us, but still. Um, yeah. It's not bad. Back of it's well detailed. Um, the wheels would have been nice if they matched the actual cab. Yeah, it's just me griping. <laughs> well, it's definitely not final, is it? No, I don't think it is. I think you still got time to chrome those out. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, I just want the wheels to actually match. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. yeah. How, on the trailer, they're at any, and on the... Yeah, they're an Audi. Bot, they're an Audi, yeah. Yeah. Just those little details. It, it started from fans project. I mean, they just they they were able to do that. But um, you got the base mode with the trailer, just like the original. I don't know if it has any discs to throw out, but it's pretty cool. That's there, missiles, guns, and radar dish, and all that. Pretty cool. And a massive ass gun. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Have a new head. That's what I was going to ask. It like it looks like there's a filler part for the shoulders on the laser prime and a new head. Yeah, it looks like it. Interesting. Huh. 
but nothing for the black convoy. Boo hoo. There's Overlord. With yeah. Double evil. Tank is very boxy, but it looks good. Tank, jet, that's all you need. Boom, done. Overlord. That thing is. I wanted to break into the case and just take it. <laughs> they should have tried. I know. All right, moving into Mastermind Creations. We got their Ocular Max Cosmos. We got their Springer. We got more of their Springer. He's happy there. Nice face sculpt. Still happy. Diecast. On the unfinished bits. Still happy. He's really enjoying that Toy World Leia. <laughs> Moving on to his <laughs> alt mode, which is his car, armored vehicle, looking crappy. When did he use a Triton? The episode yeah. uh, uh, when it went into Daniel's Nightmare and they were fighting the dragon was him and Razor Claw. Okay, so where's my Razor Claw then? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I don't want a Triton without the Razor Claw then. Because that's just... They should have just, you know, no no offense to Rodimus, you should have just put a pillow over Daniel. It's like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> we lost him, Spike. We lost him. Wow, James. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Happy Halloween, everyone. No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just... Uh, yeah. Okay, if it was the kids from Prime, then definitely I would be invoking that power so all right there's the helicopter mode uh not too bad i don't know different styles of heads that you want more g1 more cartoon all that and then there they are all the stuff that he comes with so the robot uh, mode looks good. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's Ocular Max, so you got the quality there. But again, you got a ton of springers to choose from. Yeah. So, who knows? And I don't remember how much this is going for. This is, um, it's like the hundred, what, twenty, thirty dollar. I don't know. So, who knows? All right. So they also have a cliff jumper. This was at, I think this was at TFCon. This is just a pro. Yeah. I get to see. I just want to showcase this is what it looks like inside and what's what. But then now here's the colored. Um, decent filler, sure. What's up with the head, though? It looks like it's floating. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, uh -huh. It's odd. I can't unsee it now. And it looks like he's got a tear, but I know that's just shitty paint. But um, there you go. There's a cliff jumper. Cliff jumper, one of the hardest masterpiece transforms, it seems like, to get right. Because you want that deformed yeah. look, but you also yeah. need it to be authentic. But you also need it to look anime tune accurate. Right. So. Yeah. 
there's all the stuff you get with it. Two heads is cannon. What the hell is that? A couple of so it's like bumpers. Bumpers, yeah. Some. So not too bad. Moving into the DJD. Thank God, Mastermind Creations is gonna finish it. So we got Helix, Testerus. We already got obviously Boss Kion. Um, but we're also getting Pet and it looks like Nickel. So that's pretty badass. Like that. And we got Tarn, obviously, too. Um, I saw the pet at TFCon. They didn't have Nickel there. So I was kinda I was kinda like resigned to the fact we weren't gonna get a nickel. It's nice to see they're doing it. Yeah. Um was he Dominant Dominus? Ambus? Yeah. Dominant? Dominant? Yeah. I, I forgot his name. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. And with very little retooling, we could get a ravage from that. Yeah. Ravage be able to be pulled apart. Um, That's the question. Now that would be cool. Up next, all these are bought too. We got Thunderclash. We have okay. Starting over here, we have Override or Nitro Convoy, Deadlock. We have Thunderclash. We have Drift. I forgot his name for a minute. And Wing. Yeah. So, Thunderclash looks really good. He does look IDW. I don't know why some people say he's not. And I don't understand. I get the fact that he's a retool of Tarn, correct? Yeah. But it works. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think that people realize that the reform, re, like this reformat line, most of it is IDW stuff. Yeah. It looks, They're looking for like some kind of classic Marvel look or something else, but this is what he looks like in IDW. Sorry, yeah. he won't have gold plastic syndrome, but if you want, <laughs> go track down the original. I think it looks fine. He looks perfect. And there's no other chance in hell that we're going to get a Thunderclash. Um, yeah. The BotCon exclusive sucked because they used the Energon Rodimus mold. And they didn't have a good sticker. It looked like a fucking-ass, hairy-ass pickle that they put on his chest. Really be, even, the alt, even the alt mode fit, fits because it does look like that life support unit kind of, you know? Oh, yeah. It definitely does. Um, they're doing a good job as far as, like, Blending the two, two characters into one mold, yeah, yeah. with slight tweaking, I think. Um, but yeah, it looks good, and I love this chess piece. That's so awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. Vehicle mode looks good. There's wing, looks good. Where does that? Drift. I wonder what they could retool into Ratchet. Because I'd like to get a Ratchet from them, too. Yeah, I like a Pharma. Yeah. And then with removable hands. Um, drift. Good. Deadlock. Yeah. Dark. Good. Speed Racer versus his nemesis. Good. Like it. So we got. Override, female or male, you choose. It will most likely be male, obviously. Japanese character Nitro Convoy was male. So, we'll see. But it looks good. I do like it. I just love how we're getting these characters in a new modern chug line. 
Yeah. And IDW style, obviously, still. It's nice. All right. And then we got Bulkhead. Didn't see that one coming. From the <laughs> Roadbuster slash. Um, oh, what's that big ass gal? Titanica. Yeah. Titanic. Striker. Striker. Yeah. yeah. So. Cool. All right, moving into TFC Toys, even though G Creation's up there. I do like that six shot. There's all the Titan Force or Trinity Force characters that they're calling them, the Brain Masters, the uh, Three Musketeers. Finally get to see Road Caesar. Mm -hmm. And then we also get to see the two the three individuals we have their, um, I don't know what their name, what Raging Bull, which is Laster, Blacker, and then Braver. But going back to this, seeing how big Piranicon or King Poseidon is next to them, holy shit. Um, it's kind of disappointing that they're not that big, but they're going to scale well. And if you watched Victory, when they combined to Road Caesar, they're about the same height as Star Saber. So it, it works. So, again, you get that nice throwback packaging, which I like. Yeah. So Red Knight has yep. um, has dropped, I believe, and pre-orders have dropped for their blacker or whatever his TFC toy's name is. Buggy Boy. Um, and if you want another Jinrai or Super Jinrai, TFC Toys is making one also. So, there you go. Make toys? Yes. I don't know what that was. Um, this isn't too bad, except for the individual bot mode this is smaller than what I expect it to be. Make toys also giving us the Seekers, Thundercracker, Skywarp, based off of their Meteor, based off of their Galaxy Force, Cybertron. Take of Starscream. Headmasters are coming back. Yay. Highbrow. So all we need now is Brainstorm. Got their Dirge for Masterpiece. Um, Scott, uh, size Seeker Conehead. It's cool. I love having options, but done. Got the Takara. I don't care anymore. We got Zeta Toys' Armageddon. Are you Armageddon it? So there's their Bruticus. Looking badass. Didn't know they were doing Seekers. Um, but look at that thing. It's big. Really big. And then we also got their Superion, which is their Kronos. Which I will admit, I will probably buy. Big time Superior oh. fan. And I'm really hoping he comes with a mouth guard. Mouth plate. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks good. His legs were just too skinny. Oh, dude. Don't shame him. <laughs> Don't shame him. 
I think it looks good. KFC's uh, Octane. I'm going to go through these quickly because some of them look like ass. I don't know what's up with that back end. But it looks like ass. Next Transbots Breakdown. Wild Rider with Breakdown. Another Wild Rider and Breakdown. X Transbot Skids. That's interesting. Hmm. Not on board, but cool. And if you don't like NMC's or Ace Toys' Cliff Jumper, X Transbot. You won't get this really cool custom paint job on it. So it'll probably be more. A little bit better. What the hell? All I got. Oh, well. You get a lot of weapons, though. It's pretty cool. The head's not floating. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I do like that. Okay, I like the sculpt better, too. X transbots for the win. <laughs> I would have thought. But they're good at mini bots. Or are they? Do I have any X transbots? DNA is doing a redeco of their bludgeon into their Banzatron or into Banzatron. It's not bad. Yeah. Uh, this is a really cool one. The Iron Factory blew it out of the water. If you're into the Legends class, so for your, if you're into city bots and you want more to scale with those city bots, Iron Factory, DX9, but man, Iron Factory, man. Kicking ass. So you got a die atlas. Yeah. Pretty sweet. You got a Nova Prime. And you also got a shattered glass back there. Yeah. Uh, kind of a god jinrai. Doesn't care to what the Nova Prime looks badass. And you get all the different modes. Yeah. So you have them in his winged up battle mode. You have them in his just normal an armored mode, and then you have all the stuff for the trailer and alt mode and all that. There's the shattered glass. So it's just a redeco of their god right but still yeah. slightly tweaked. Warpath. Sunstreaker. That sideswipe there. Was that Jazz in the background? No, who is that? It does look like jazz a little bit there. Has those lines like jazz. Yeah. Rush beats, yes, jazz. And then you can see in the background there, there's a jet fire. This jet fire can actually combine with Prime. Play with the Iron Factory EX-14. Shirts feather, cool, nice, and then Bruticus, the Combaticons, that's pretty nice, with Shockwave there. God, I would love to get yeah. a stand like that, showcasing Shockwave, floating like he did in the episode. Yeah, that's just me. <laughs> Bruticus's chest with no limbs. 
All right, and then the big time surprise, we're getting the DJD in Legend Scale, and we're getting them all. Pretty badass. So we got Tarn here. I tell you, man, looking at Iron Factory it makes me really start to question my collecting in the right scale. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got a lot of great figures. You already got yes, the... They do. Um, they're the ones that have the face sixers already, correct? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Um, who made the Dinobots? Or is that the DX9? Okay, but so. still, they're good. Yeah. They look good. Every, everything looks good and it's compatible with each other. It's, it's awesome. Um, yeah. Leon and um, Voss here. Um, is this Helix? Yeah, it's this Helix or Tesseros. I think it's Helix, right? Helix, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Tesseros. I love the little arms. Come give me a hug. Um, and then they actually combine. What? Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that cool? You're badass. So, there you go. The spirits of the uh, of the DEC. It's like Uber Tarn. Yeah. It is. Super Saiyan Tarn. <laughs> uh. Fusion Tarn. Oh, I'd love to see so that he do the little fusion dance. Yep. Planet X, Charles, this is for you. I want the Starscream. Ghost Starscream or is this Starscream? The. the No need to cuss now. Which one? <laughs> the, the the normal colored one. Oh. I, I don't want the ghost one. Oh, okay. Cool. I like what Planet X is doing, but it's, for me, it's a lost cause. It, it's cool uh, that they did the, they finished off the Dinobots, but Insecticons? I don't know. Hmm. What, Charles? I wish they do the to do the the uh, Autobot Seekers that were in the game, or some of the, oh, like the other Autobots. Like yeah, Those, yeah, that would be cool. But they are giving us a Megatron. They're getting Bombshell. He looks like Vamp from the GoBots a little bit. Um, we have a Kickback, and then Shrapnel. I don't know. I don't know if it's a little too late. Just, but they just got to keep going. Yeah. X two toys with their Jetfire, Skyfire, Gerwalk, Valkyrie. I guess that's pretty cool. This would just be like, I have a problem with my transformation cog. No, we're going to call it a Gerwalk. Um, and then we have some other stuff, Optimus and such. So, oh, no, no, we're done. Damn. Um, Unique Toys has given us a Knights um, 
style Optimus Prime leader class master piece, I guess, along with uh, they're also releasing the lockdown that comes with steel jaw. The back of Optimus Prime looks clean. So if you're not happy with Hasbro, there's unique toys. So are these like leader class? Yeah. And then if did it. Who did it? The group that made this Optimus, yeah. Oh, unique toys? Yeah. Yep. And then um who is this? Alien uh I forgot what's her name. Something I think Alien Attack Toys is doing um Dino. Supposed to be like a mirage, I guess. Character supposed to be, but from the uh, Dark of the Moon. So you can finally complete cast. Huh. There we go. That's it. That's is it. All right. Cool. Powered through it. We're done. I didn't slow you down too much. Halloween. Here we go. Yay! Talk amongst yourselves. Oh, I see a ceiling fan. Um, so let's see. Do, 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 do. Get to the blast of the past. Again, we have two of them. Hopefully, uh, huh. you'll enjoy. Skeleton Warriors will do first. It's um. It's one of those one-hit wonders, in my opinion. Um, and then we will do the Adams Family versus the Monsters in the spirit of Halloween. Sweet. All right, so screen share. to everyone you guys familiar with um skeleton warriors no all right cool no all right i think i've seen an episode or two of it i know that there's one guy that's with this with the heroes whatever he's like somehow trapped halfway between becoming a skeleton warrior and still being human yes all right cool trents you will lead Whoa! From now, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be good. Good times. No, 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 I'm just no, gonna sit that's... back and just control pictures, and Trent will just go. Ahead and go. <laughs> no, that's like all I'm familiar with. It. Well, uh, you're gonna have to ad lib because we need to do this for at least a good twenty minutes. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's what we got. No, um, I believe in you, Trent. Let's go. I, I do too. So, um, okay, so the Blast of the Past, the first one here, we're going to do Skeleton Warriors. I'm, you know, Halloween-themed show. I was thinking of stuff. I thought about doing Groovy Ghoulies, but then they would be really fast and done and all that type of stuff. And I know there's other shows out there, but Skeleton Warriors we're going to go with. So um, here we go. Really cool-looking, um, like, theatrical-type poster they got here. The Age of the Skeletons has begun. Now, Skeleton Warriors is a 90s property. It came out in 1994 to 1995. Again, it was kind of like a one-hit wonder. It only lasted for one season, 13 episodes, unfortunately. It did have some other um, 
things released part of it, uh, like a comic book series and such, which we'll get into in a second. But here's a little ad for the toys. And they also had a little bit of a revival um, within the last couple years also, which we'll talk about at the end of the segment too. But they're bad to the bone. First off, we're going to start off with the comic book. They had four issues. They were released by Marvel Comics back in 1985. So there's the first issue. Bone smashing first issue based on the animated series. Oh, um, there's number two, number three, and number four. So there you go. Um, it was all, and this was a UK annual exclusive. Um, they also had an, a PS1 game, and I believe it was also on the Sega Saturn, Skeleton Warriors. Kind of a 3D modeled game. Um, I don't know if it was that good. And they also had collectible cards that you could get. Premier editions from Flare Ultra in 2005, which, again, they did X-Men, Spider-Man, a whole bunch of comic book-based stuff, animation stuff. So uh, Skeleton Warriors was right up there also. All right, let's get into the cartoon. Good stuff. Again, Skeleton Warriors aired from 1994 to 1995, 13 episodes. Um, you can find the DVD. It's out there. You actually have a Region 1 for the United States, so an official copy. I'm not sure about overseas. Um, the official copy came out in 2011. It's fairly inexpensive. You can find it on Amazon and all that type of stuff. So um, if you're into it. The animation is much like X-Men, the animated series back in the 90s. It's, ah. it's kind of like that if you want a little bit of a um, background for it. Uh, voice director was Susan Blue, RC, from Transformers. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty badass. Nice. Uh, you had voice talents of Jeff Bennett, Philip L. Clark, Jennifer Hale. Um, some of these people you probably know. Jennifer, uh, Jeff Bennett, Johnny Bravo, Jennifer Hale, Black Cat, Felicia Hardy from the Spider-Man animated series. She was also Carol Danvers from the new, or slightly new, Avengers Disassembled series. And um, I have a whole bunch of other people, but uh, Jim Cummings, people know Linda Gray, or Gary, I mean, excuse me, Kevin M. Richardson. So, all right, animation. I tried to get the best pictures I possibly could, but it's not the greatest. But as you can see, it's your typical-looking kind of X-Men, maybe borderline Wildcats back in the day. So, um this is the character that Trent knows a lot about. This is Joshua Steele, a.k.a. Grim Skull. He was a little bit of a prick in a way to the fact that he wanted to have power and wanted to be able to be the leader of his people. This is about basically a family that come together as a team and then take on the, the forces of darkness. So we have... Grim Skull here. Kevin Sean played him, and then he transforms into that dude. So this is the character you're talking about there, Trent. Yeah, that's him. Yep. Kind of looks like Sentry from Force Works. Yep, and he kind of has the same type of powers. Not time travel, but he can manipulate himself into the shadows oh, and cool. such. 
but oh. because of his in-between transformation, he kind of has a link to the main bad guy, Baron Dark, which we'll see here in a little bit. But there he is. This takes place in a futuristic world. Um, they actually ride around on sky type of motorcycles, sky hogs, let's just call them that. Um, so it's oh. pretty interesting. There is their sister, Jennifer Steele, a.k.a. Talon. She can fly. And um, she has really good eyesight. She eats a lot of carrots. So <laughs> there you go. And then you got the leader, one that Joshua doesn't like, Justin Steele, Prince Lightstar. The background of the story was this Baron Dark was manipulating Joshua to utilize the Lightstar crystal. It split in two. Baron Dark took one half. These guys got the other half, became the Legion of Light, and became the saviors of their planet. This is their uncle. They named him Guardian. He's kind of like the man in arms. Yeah. You can kind of tell the storylines. I mean, Grim Skull here is always second guessing himself, knowing that he caused this entire mess. So there's Baron Dark, and there's Baron Dark after his procedure with the Light Star Crystal. And then he turned his followers dagger here by chanting, Darkest soul, evil's carrier, serve me as a skeleton warrior. And then he could turn them into pony subordinate. So, get Dr. Cyborg, played by Nathan Carlson, is Gav Shriek. It's still funny, like, okay, so she yeah. got the headlight stuff there. Kind Why? Of. And then she's got <laughs> the headlights skull. on her skull. The skeleton. Yep. <laughs> but no there need. could be There's something no there. Uh... We'll see in the toys, but we did get her as a as an actual figure, which is kind of sometimes unheard of to get a female character in a boys line. Yeah. Um, we got this dude, which is um, Arcula. Which is kind of a um, arachnid type of bat hybrid character. So there you go. There's their vehicles that they flew around on. Any of you guys see this? Or does it come? It's like, oh yeah, I remember this. No, not at all, man. Cool looking. Cool. <laughs> I like the fact that that dude has a lightsaber. Yeah, futuristic. Yep, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right, moving into the toys. Um, they were made by Playmates. Again, back in the 90s. I remember seeing these a lot in KB Toy Store. Those little, like, discounted to, like, four ninety nine or 3 for 10 all that type of crap. But let's get into them. They were on a blister card. They were in the kind of five-inch scale, I believe. Prince Dark Star or Prince Light Star here. Yep, 
and such. We got Grim Skull. He came with his pet dog. They all had a gimmick also of like a firing feature in their weapons. Guardian. Did not get a Talon, unfortunately. Um, but Baron Dark. Dagger. Dr. Uh, Cyborn. Shriek. There's a female. Three ninety nine. Okay, they were three ninety nine KB. But um, interesting. We get a female bad guy, but bad gal, I guess. But not a, not the. I mean, there's only four characters that were good. <laughs> we did get the one. It's kind of funny. Dracula. Huh. And then we did get some of their vehicles, at least for the bad guys. So we got the Skeleton Legion Skull Cycle. Along with their Skeleton Legion Warhorse, which looks like it fit right in there with He Man, the Striper, yeah. and all that. Some characters that were going to be released in the second wave but never came about. So there you go. Um, I'm not going to go through all of them Skullhawk, Bonesa, Blade, Claw. And then we we're finally going to get some vehicles for the actual Legion of Light and such. So. This is um, their kind of remake. This was going to be done by October Toys. They did a Kickstarter. Their first one was Baron Dark. They're doing a 20th anniversary. And really cool. Um, these actually came about. Um, uh, they actually, even BBTS had them. Uh, they're an 8, 118th scale. So unfortunately, they're a little bit on the smaller side, about four inches. Yeah, mm -hmm. A little bit smaller than the actual original releases, I believe. But you can kind of pause it here and read the background and all that of Baron Dark and such. And then they were going to produce more skeletons and just like your normal Kickstarter, if you pledge so much, you can go for this version or this glow in the dark or whatever. So and then you can create your Legion. And this was done by October Toys. Brimskull was supposed to be the next one, but unfortunately it didn't make the threshold and then it, so it was canceled but you could utilize their uh, the gear the accessory pieces and uh, put them on the actual skeletons and create your own characters so that's it really quick short huh. and sweet skeleton warriors 1994 to 1995 um at the end of each episode, you'd see the skull face come on and do kind of a monologue of what transpired and what's going to happen. And can the Legion of Light, you know, shine their way through the darkness? All that type of crap. So there you go. Yippee-ki-yay. So go out there and buy huh. Skeleton Warriors. Live the dream. We lost like two viewers. Like, oh, Skeleton Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> rather watch paint dry um so all right talk amongst yourselves um let's see or here's a question for you do you i mean skeleton warriors was it something that you think should have come back in the mainstream like let's say mattel a bigger company decided would you kind of be on board with it 
or you know, it was a cool aesthetic. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's a there's stuff they could have done with it. Like if you wanted to make like a uh, like the Kickstarter company, like they could have done something like an evil Ernie kind of figure with it. You know, the uh, Iron Maiden uh, Eddie, I think his name is. Something like that. I know it's not like true to the toy or whatever, but you know, when you got skeletons and shit like that, people are going to dig it. Yeah. I think Mattel, if they could have, and it's all about licensing. I'm not going to say that it's, you know, we don't, you know, have a clue what's going on, but let's just say Mattel was able to get the license and you could get with part of the masters of the universe classics line with, let's say skeleton warriors and everything else, like kept Thundercats going and went into tiger shirts, all that type of stuff. I mean, that would have been great. Some of these like obscure properties from the nineties, even eighties, I think need a good push, but I think they need to be like rewritten into the same continuity or a universe with some other ones to make them viable again. Kind of like what Hasbro's trying to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like with their visionaries and yeah, all that micronauts and all that type of stuff. Except I don't really see the push for toys as much. Yeah. Definitely. All right. All right, let's move into probably the big gun. And then we will uh, be done. <sighs> Back to screen sharing. Here we go again. No. Yeah. <laughs> If it was Halloween, I'd probably be dressed up, maybe. But since it's not Halloween, I decided, you know what? Yeah. I'm frightful enough the way I look, so it works. Um, <laughs> it's uh, a small set. Trick or treat. Oh, my God, get out of here. What? I just said hello. That's all. I didn't say nothing. Give me all your toys. All right, so you see the blast of the past again? Yep. Cool. Yo. Yep. Awesome. I've always been tempted to for trick or treaters that come to the house to like here's a ruler, here's a compass, here's a c- protractor, just to be a dick, <laughs> like educational stuff. <laughs> there you go. Like, what? We would take a freaking caramel apple with a razor blade in it, dude, and then a compass. I mean, come on, this one sucks. Um, all right, bless the past. All right, Adam's family versus the monsters. So this is going to be a little. A little bit of, um, you know, back and forth between the two. But mainly it's just going to be, we're going to go through the entire history of the Adams family. And then we're going to go through the whole history of the monsters. And then you guys um, can decide. And then we're going to have a little discussion at the end of, like, why certain ones are a little more prominent in, you know, modern times now than the others and vice versa and all that type of stuff. So, all right. We're going to start off with the Adams family. And it's not in any order. I'm just going in alphabetical order. So it's pretty cool. They both debuted around the same time, which is pretty cool. So we got the Adams family. You guys are familiar with the Adams family? I'm hoping. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. I love both these. All right. Cool. See you guys. So, <laughs> Charles? Yes or no? Uh,. Yeah, I like the, the Adams Family a little more than the Monsters. Uh, well, you know both of them, though. You're familiar with them. Yeah, right. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right, cool, 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 cool. 
All right, so the Adams family was um, brought to life by Charles Adams. Um, he was a cartoonist for the New Yorker, Colors, and TV Guide. He um, created the Home Bodies, which um, in 1954 was the birth of the Adams family. He was a huge macabre type of writer and such, an illustrator. So, died in 1988, born in 1912. And uh, died in 1988, so you can get it kind of familiar, like, okay, where he was kind of fitting in. But So he did, like, illustrations for covers for The New Yorker, and then also did um, little comic strips within them. But this is where the Adams Family came across, Home Buddies. And you can see his artwork, and then you can see how it kind of translated to live TV, but then it came back around to his actual, like when they decided to do the Adams family cartoons. Yeah. Stuff. But, um, this is what they first looked like in the comic books or in oh. his book comic mm -hmm. strip. So, and then here's little snippets from them, which you could, if you're familiar with some of the, if you're familiar with the episodes from the show or from the movies, even the newer movie, well, not newer, but like the nineties, um, you can see some of the yeah. ideas came from these, um, little comics and such so pretty badass i like it now these were new characters are not based off any type of other characters that which we'll get into with the monsters which were based off the universal monsters and such so but there we go and if you're watching this live you can i mean not live but in video form, you know, you can pause because there's a lot of like, there's descriptive um, history for each character here. I'm not going to read through it all, but like we have for Gomez, Morticia, Uncle Fester, Pugsley, which is their Morticia and Gomez's son, and their daughter, Wednesday, which I forgot to introduce the, the family here. So, uh, Grandma. <laughs> which a lot of history changed. Uh, Uncle Fester was part of the family and then became a brother of Gomez. But then in one book or show, he was actually the brother of Morticia and grandma was Morticia's mom and not, it's, it's kind of weird. But for now, it's Uncle Fester is Gomez's brother. Grandma is Morticia's mom. Then you got Lurch. And then you got Cousin It. And these are all depictions from Charles Adams' his, um, comic strip. Um, this was a cool TV guide. For anyone out there who doesn't know what TV guide was, is is actually a little a guide, a little book that you used to buy at the grocery store so you could find out what's on TV. Uh, this one came yeah. out in 1967, I believe. 15 cents. Not bad. Or your TV guide, but it's really cool. The photo is, or the picture is of um, Gomez, which is the actor from the live action dancing with the Charles Adams edition rendition of Morticia, and vice versa for um, the other series, or other side with Morticia dancing with Charles Adams Gomez. So, and then we also have Johnny Carson and his challengers on page six. <laughs> the Adams family also had three comics 
back in the day. Um, they were done by Gold Key, which is um, going to be relevant later on with the Monsters, which is uh, pretty cool. But um, these can be a little expensive if you're trying to find them. They came out in 1973, and these are based off of the Hanna-Barbera cartoon that came out in 73 also, which we'll get to here in a second. But the original TV show came out in 1964 to 1966. It had 64 episodes, two seasons, and then after that, it was canceled, and then it became extremely popular through syndication and such. It was filmed in black and white. It was just more cost efficient back then. There's their house, which in its own way is iconic to them. Kind of like thinking of like the Millennium Falcon or, you know, the Batmobile and such. It's its own entity at times. There's the cast. Whole. They look great um, for the live action show. So we had John Aston who played Gomez and who also reprised his role as Gomez throughout the Adams family in the 60s, 70s. I mean, he was the voice in the cartoon. He also came back in the newer revived show in the 90s, I believe. Yeah, late 90s as the grandfather, which is kind yeah. of Yeah. Carolyn Jones played Morticia. And I do like the fact how they, throughout the years of Morticia, they kept the same type of design as far as her look. Um, you know, it's a very contorted dress, so she's barely can walk in it, but it's the way it's supposed to be, which I thought was pretty cool. All started from here. And they're always on each other. I mean, I don't, I've never seen a more loving kind of huh. just get it on type couple in TV history than the Adams. I mean, they were no offense to Bill Cosby. I get the fact what he's done, but you know, they, they were all over each other too, but man, the Adams were all like, Ooh. it's kind of, kind of weird, especially for a 60 show. Jack Coogan here was uncle Fester. Lisa Loring was Wednesday. You had Ken Weatherwax as Pugsley. Blossom Rock as Grandmama. Felix Celia as uh, Cousin It. Ted Cassidy was Lurch. And he also played uh, this little sign here, Beware the Thing, which his name was Thing T. Thing. Uh, he was also the hand for Thing. And in the actual comic book, Thing was a character that was always in the shadows. Um, he wouldn't want to. He didn't want to be seen. So all we saw was his hand. It wasn't until the '90s movie where they actually like kind of decapitated, you know, his hand from his body. So he just see the hand running around doing stuff. But he was always for the actual show in the comic book. He was actually a character that didn't want to be seen. You only saw his hand. He was in the shadows. That's why I always popped out of this box, supposedly. They rode around in a 1930 Packard, which is pretty badass. Both the Munsters and the Adams family had really badass vehicles. Hell yeah. Uh -huh. 
they use a 1932 Packard for the movie, but still pretty much the same. Um, there was a DVD release. You could get them in volumes or you can get them in the complete series if you want the old school Adams Family. This is the complete series, which you can find right now at, like, because of the Halloween season. You can find this at like Walmart, or not Walmart, but Walmart and such. Here's the different volumes. They had three volumes. And these are all official releases. All right, so the next time that we saw the Adams family after um, their show, which went from 1964 to 1966, we saw them in the 1972 new Scooby-Doo movies, which they were so I don't know if you guys ever watched the Scooby-Doo movies, Adam's Family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. And again, if you see the drawings here, they are more in tune to what Charles Adams. I mean, they're spot on. Yeah. So. Also, in um, roughly around 19... I don't know when this came out. It was like 1970-something. Um they were trying to push forth a um, a musical, The Adams Family Funhouse, which um, they had a pilot episode, which was only a one-hour show. It was kind of they're trying to do an Adams Family variety show, which was very popular back in the seventies. Um, this came out in nineteen seventy-three, but um, didn't really take. I mean, you had like the Smothers Brothers, you had like what the Osmonds. So I'm not sure. Yep. But the cartoon took. In September of 1973 to December 1973, you had 13 episodes, one season's worth, of The Addams Family. And there you can see some of the animation for it. Gomez looks so weird. Fester looks like Mr. Magoo. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And if you go to the Warner Brothers website or even Amazon or whatever, you can pick up The Addams Family cartoon set all 13 episodes so that's pretty cool at least you can find them all right next up is the 1977 release of the new adams family this is the halloween with the new adams family now the adams family debuted on abc this was brought to nbc and they did a little tv movie as you can see there, majority of the cast came back um, to reprise their role. So you can see John Aston there and Carolyn and all that type of stuff. And then we move into 1991 and 1993, the new remake, retake of The Addams Family. So we have a new cast, obviously, the late Raul. great Raul Julia, a.k.a. Bison. So um, he did a good job as Gomez, I think. Yeah. And you can find this right now on what is it, Freeform, ABC Family, whatever the hell it's called. They're 13 nights yeah. of Halloween. <laughs> yeah, they're playing the hell out of this. Yeah. Um, Angelica Houston. Angelica Houston. Looks really good here, but Jesus Christ, look at her without her makeup on right now. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. 
Ouch. Well, I'm sorry. Ouch. Google it. Google it. <laughs> that was cruel, yeah. It was cruel, but, you know, I'm sure she's not watching. She's like, unsub. That victory saber is an asshole. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we got Christopher Lloyd as Uncle Fester. Which I think he played a pretty good role. Yeah. 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 A little bit of his taxi, a little bit of, you know, Doc in there. So... Christina Ritchie played Wednesday, and they're supposed to be doing another remake of The Addams Family, and Christina Ritchie here is in the runnings for, or maybe she is, I don't know, don't know a lot about it, but she's supposed to be playing the new Morticia. Really? Nice. She becomes the mom. Demi Workman as Pugsley. My kids got a kick out of watching this movie. Like, why are they trying to kill each other? It's hilarious. I'm like, don't get any ideas. But yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sit down in the chair. Don't even think about it. Uh, Judith uh, Molina played the first grandma in the first movie, but then was replaced by Carol Kane, I believe. I can't read the writing now. In the Adams Family Value, which again, these came out in 91 and 93. John Franklin played Cousin It. Christopher Hart was the hand. And that's what I was talking about. You see the free hand just doing yeah. whatever it's for thing. It wasn't enclosed in a box like the original comic or the original series, which was interesting. Uh, Karel Struyken. Struyken. Something. Played Lurch. He actually played Lurch in all three of the movies, which we'll be taking a look at here in a second. There's their car, so I wouldn't mind having 93 Packard. Uh, we also got Hammer doing the Adams Groove. I don't know if you guys were rocking out to that back in the day. No? No Hammer fans? No. Too legit to quit? <laughs> Too legit to quit was okay, but but the Adams family... You didn't uh, like the Adams Groove? Uh, it was all right. I was oh, more I of a punk right than now, a bump Trent, guy. I know you'd be, I know you'd be like shaking. <laughs> <it. But laughs> Nick say was more pumps in a, yeah, I can feel. Pumps I feel you on that one, Nick. Hell yeah, pumps I feel you on that one. <laughs> I will admit, back in the day, in the nineties, I wanted some pajama pants. I want to be. <laughs> can't judge this. That's no, right, dude. I, I dressed up as no. Vanilla Ice from Cool as Ice one Halloween. <laughs> nice. Ooh. I used grease paint to put the stripe in my hair. Ooh. Nice. Wow. <laughs> I need some pictures on that. <laughs> I don't know, I have any pictures from when I was younger. <laughs> That's cool. All right. Moving on into the cartoon now. Um, back in the good old days, we had an episode couple weeks back where we were talking about Saturday morning cartoons and I remember when this debuted on Friday night they're like oh the new Adams family is coming back um, as a cartoon so September of 1992 to November of 1993 we got 21 episodes two seasons worth of the Adams family um, more cartoonish but staying true to the original design by Charles Adams it's not bad this aired the same time I think right after, maybe it was before Beetlejuice. Not sure. Same network. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yep. Animation, the cartoon style kind of looks like him. Looks alike too. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. the same. 
but same I've studio. Written, oh. Yeah, same studio. Mm. So there you go. And then they also gave us some toys for the Adams family. We got Gomez here. Squeeze his legs, and Gomez thrusts his arm out and waves his sword. All right. Also, I forgot to mention, the Adams family had a pretty catchy tune, at least for the original. The whole snapping of the hands, you know. Yeah. And, you know, the creepy, then the kooky, you know, all that type of stuff. I'm not going to sing here for him. I don't want to lose subscribers, but... Yeah, I know. Oh, man. You know, I'm a pretty singer. Brighten our day with your voice. Um, Morticia here. You pull the creepy dead vines right out of Morticia's sleeves. She came with a thing. Um, accessory piece. You got Uncle Fester here. Push his head down, squeeze his legs, and Uncle Fester's head pops up with another hair-raising idea. Right. Huh. I do like the fact, I mean, these were made by Playmates too, so you got the bio card and everything else mm -hmm. on the back, just like Turtles. Uh, you got Pugsley, squeeze his legs and his arms whip up to trigger his bone brushing, well, bone bruising bear trap. Yeah, Granny. And unfortunately, oh no, we, we also got Leech, or Leech, Lurch, excuse me. Um, but we didn't get uh, the second wave was supposed to have Wednesday thing and cousin it, but it was canceled, unfortunately. So go oh. figure. We also had some video games based off of the cartoon and also off of the movie and the original show. Sunsoft gave Fester. us Fester's Quest. That was a fun game. I don't remember that one. Uh, I don't think I, I never played any of these, but um, the Adams like family. A, what? It was like a top-down RPG. Oh, it was. Yeah. So you're like you're going through like the, the like the mansion or something. Yeah, it was yes. pretty cool. Okay. Top down, so it's kind of like X Men. Yeah, kind of like uh, you know, like when you were moving from like sewer to sewer in Turtles. Yeah, God, I hated that. Kind of like that. Oh, like on the on the map of the road, you know, the city. Yeah. Map. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Okay, so you got on the Super Nintendo. Oh, these were off of other systems, not just Super Nintendo. It was a Genesis, Nintendo, all that. So you got the Adams Family based off the movie. You got the Adams Family Pugsley's Scavenger Hunt, which is based off of the cartoon. And then you got the Adams Family Values based off of the 93 movie. All right, Adams Family Reunion came out in 1998. Different cast altogether. Tim Curry now played Gomez. Tim which Curry. I guess worked. Yeah, Good old I could see him doing it, yeah. Here's the thing. Now, we all know pretty much that Tim Curry was in line to be the Joker until Mark Hamill got it. You think the Joker would have been as iconic? Not as iconic. I mean, let me take that back, because the Joker's iconic. But, like, Mark Hamill really put a lot into the Joker, and when I think of the Joker, I think of Mark Hamill and all this. But yeah. Tim Curry would have done a good job? Yeah. <sighs> Probably. I think he would have. I think he would. I mean, he's yeah. he's an awesome actor. Yeah. I just don't know uh, of yeah. his voiceover work. Yeah. Yeah. Or would it be too close to Pennywise? Possible. Batman the Awful. 
Um, this was interesting. Morticia was played Daryl by Daryl Hannah. Hannah. Jesus. <laughs> interesting. So, Patrick Thomas was Uncle Fester. Nicole Gary. I don't know. Butchering names. Um, she played Wednesday, but then she also came back to play Wednesday again. Pugsley was played by Jerry Messing. No relation to Deborah Messing. Um, Alice Ghostly played Grandma. Basically, looks like a really bad Barbara Streisand. Pharrell <laughs> Struyukin. Struyukin. I don't know. Played Lurch again. He came back. And then we go into the new Adams Family show, which came out in October of 1998 to August 1999. 65 episodes, two seasons. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I think this came on something like The Family. I don't remember what channel this came on. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't remember either. Mm. Uh, we have Glenn at Toronto as Gomez. Really? Ellie Harvey as Morticia. Which, I don't know. Michael Roberts as Uncle Fester. Nicole Fugari, whatever her name is, came back to reprise her role as Wednesday from the reunion movie. Brody Smith played Pugsley. And Betty Phillips played Grandma. Ria, cousin it, and then had Stephen Fox as Sing T Thing, who actually found a mate, I guess. So there are some snippet like bloopers in the original Adams Family of Thing being actually a female hand at times. So um, little Easter eggs, and then we have John this this. I can't read all that way. I hate how this Google Hangouts is in my way. Um, John DeSantis as Lurch. And then they also got a Game Boy game, the new Adams Family series. This was really bad. Like, the guy that played Gomez reminded me, like, the acting throughout and the way they shot the show reminded me of Beetleborgs. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. All right. And then we also got the Adams Family musical back in <laughs> 2010. It's a comedy musical. It's also being reprised in 2016. I think they're trying to bring it back, but they did. So there's the cast and such of the Adams Family musical. There's Morticia. But I need, oh. I need to get my teen viewers up so I thought I'd throw it Happy Halloween. Wow. Hello. That wig is a little much. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like they shaved her and like pla plastered it to her head. Yes. I'm not really looking at the hair, but sure. Um so the Adams family else we also got this scene here. And then they've also had different parodies in other medias and other shows, like you see The Simpsons here, which is pretty cool. 
<laughs> the baby is because it did. <laughs> Pretty cool. All right. That's the Adams <laughs> family in a nutshell. So you now have the information for the Adams family. They had several movies that came out um, on the into the big screen, some directed, you know, home video. They did have a cartoon. They did. Um, they they spawned kind of out of Scooby Doo. But let's move into the monsters. Monsters came out the same time in the sixties, uh, sixty four to be exact. Um, the whole history behind the monsters is the fact that Bob Clampett, the animator for Bugs Bunny, wanted to do a monster type cartoon. It was going to be called Monster Family. There was a big time craze back in the sixties for monster. Just parent, I don't know, just stuff, I guess, for whatever reason. And um, after, yes, sorry, I was just gonna say, um, oh. after the Hammer horror stuff started started getting imported over to the United States, the uh, Universal re-released all the old monster movies in the theaters and shit. Yeah, so you could, so like the kids could mm-hmm. like pay a quarter and watch like Universal horror movies all day, which is cool. Um, and so the monsters were born. I mean, this was created by the producers that did leave it to beaver. And at times, if you watch leave it to beaver, you can kind of see the monster's house, which is 1313 mockingbird lane. And, um, they lived in suburbia in in a fictional town in California of all places. Um, so they also had a unique theme, um, and um, they wanted it to be kind of like your sitcom in the day intro. So they did the kind of leave it to Beaver where everyone's leaving for school or work and, you know, kissing Lily, the mom, goodbye and all that type of stuff. So we'll get to that here in a second. But The Monsters, original air date, 1964 to 1966, 70 episodes instead of 64, like Adam's family, but lasted two seasons. Um. A lot of things happened. The cancellation of the show was because of Batman. Um, CBS was the company that picked up the Monsters because they were connected to Universal and such. But then all of a sudden, here comes Batman on ABC, I believe. Kind of blew them out of the water because they are being shown twice a week. And the kids were moving on from the Monsters to comic book heroes. And Adam West was their hero now. But there's the family, Herman Munster. You got Lily, the mom. You got Grandpa. You got Marilyn. And then you got Eddie, their son. And Marilyn was their um, niece. Their niche, I guess, as Eric would say. Um, But again, based off of the universal monster characters, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, Wolfman, and Dracula there. So, there you go. Fred Gwynn was the portrayal of Herman. If you know who he is, he was um, Car 54, oh. which I, I watched actually back in the day of Nick at Night with Al Lewis, played Grandpa. Um, Yvonne DiCarlo was Lily. Pat Priest was Marilyn, which Pat Priest came in on episode 14 through 70, there was actually another gal, Beverly Owens, which we'll see her picture in a second, who did episode 1 through 13. 
but she didn't really want to be in California because she missed her boyfriend who lived in New York, which is what the story was. <laughs> Butch Patrick was Eddie. There was a pilot episode. Um, it was shot in color. Um, and they decided to go with it, but they needed to change up some things. Um, one of them was the fact that they changed the, um, the mom who was, um, Yvonne DiCarlo to, um, she was played by Joan Marshall. So they, they went with this other gal and really? also the type of stuff. So yeah, there was some other, there's like a different, um, Eddie, they went with, uh, and he was like a prick. Eddie was just like a, like an asshole kid that was just pissed off at everything. So they went with um, this other guy, which was uh, was it Butch Patrick, who was a little more down to earth, more like your Leave It to Beaver type of character. Yeah, um, he portrayed and such. And the other gal, the uh, Joan Marshall, looked too much like Morticia, so they went with Yvonne DiCarlo. So that's why. Joan Marshall. Hmm. Yeah. Beverly Owen here was the gal who left, played Marilyn. Marilyn was the the outcast, if you can't tell. Who wasn't didn't really fit in, which was always kind yeah. of not the butt of jokes, but like, we're sorry that you you look the way you do. Do uh-huh. <laughs> she was the, <laughs> the blonde bombshell type of person. And here's Beverly Owens again. Holy cow, she did look like Morticia. But this guy, this guy, oh, this is not the guy. No, 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 uh, Joan Marshall. The, the oh, you're original, looking at it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was also filmed in color. They decided to film it in black and white just because, one, it's cheaper, like the Addams Family, but, two, to stay in tune to the actual Universal monsters back in the day. Yeah. So, like, in 31, you got, you know, Dracula and Frankenstein and all that, so, which wasn't bad. Uh, They didn't do the Technicolor until their movie, which we'll get into here in a second, but there's their house on 1313 Mockingbird Lane. They also had a pet dragon spot. Who's out yeah. of the, out of the um, stairwell? Really badass cars, which we'll see. Hell yeah! There they are, badass cars. <laughs> that was one of the first. Herman's car was one of the first models I ever put together. Oh, cool! It was a monster coach. Yeah, very unique, very very interesting. It took them several hours to put their makeup on. Um, and that was one of the downfalls to the show. Um, the actors were getting kind of tired of having to spend all this time, um, in makeup and such. And, um, besides, you know, Batman kicking their ass, which, um, they even mentioned in one of their movies, but they're their cars. And there's a TV guide look or issue back in the day and they went head to head with Adam's family. So there's a nice little Ooh. for all those teenagers out oh. there. I'm trying okay. to boost up the subscription. Looking all sexy. Umbrella. And they also had a comic book back in the day, 1965 to 68. Um, they had 16 issues, and then these were also done by Gold Key. And the cool thing about this is Gold Key was not part of the Comics Code Authority, and 
so because of that, they were able to showcase vampires in their comic book. Um, back in the day, the Comics Code Authority forbade vampires in comic books. So Marvel, DC, whoever was part of the organization was not able to do that until the uh, mid-70s, I believe. It's yeah, like, they found so, a loophole around it. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool that the monsters kind of, they broke the mold. Oh. Um, so, oh. which again, these came out before the Adams family. And they had a lot of success with um, the show. Um, and these issues are not worth like, You're not going to be able to retire off of them, but I mean, you find these in a, I don't know, whatever pawn store or something, and no one knows what the hell they got. You got a couple hundred bucks on your hands. You know, for cheap and in good condition. Also, uh, where did I put it? Okay, yeah. All right. We'll get to that in a second. But real quickly, do you guys remember this stuff on the back of comic books back in like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Child labor. You know, you sell so much stuff and then you could redeem it for points and for, Merchandise. Oh. Yeah, I remember yep. that. I was thinking about that now. I'm like, damn. We think about like sweatshops and everything. I'm like, damn, these people are like working the, the public also. Uh, for the kids and all that. But I remember that back in the day. All right. So we had some interesting um kind of like reissue comics and such. Nineteen ninety seven San Diego Comic Con had a um monsters comic that you could pick up. There's also the Toy Expo ninety seven. You get, and then there was also a variant of it that you see there. It's not bad. All right, we're moving into their first movie that came out in 1966, Monsters Go Home. This was in color, which was unique. Unfortunately, they replaced the um, the Marilyn, Marilyn from the show, Hat Priest, with this gal right here, whose name is Debbie Watson. And as what I know from their documentary that Pat did not know anything about it. They told her and she was upset about it. And Al and Fred actually went to the producer and said, this is um, kind of bullshit. What are you doing? And, um, but they couldn't do anything. And this guy got the role. So there she is. Good for them. They stuck up for their castmate. Oh, yeah. And they did that for the first gal, too. Beverly Owens, she did not want to be on the show. She wanted to go back home or whatever to her boyfriend, supposedly in the documentary. And Fred and Al noticed that this gal is miserable, but she signed a contract, and they're like, we'll walk if you don't let this gal out of her contract. And so they did. And so they brought in Pat Priest to um, take over the role. So that was pretty cool. But, um, but I will say this, a little controversy for the show. Fred here, Fred Gwynn and Al Lewis were not happy that Yvonne DiCarlo were, was um, casted as um, Lily just because she was a famous movie star overseas and they didn't want stuff taken away from them. But then they uh, realized, no, that's, that's, she's really good and we have, a little, we have good yeah. chemistry. Such, but... All right, so there's that. Um, 
they tried making the monsters into a cartoon, much like the Adams family, the mini monsters here came out in 1973. Unfortunately, it was just a one hour special. It didn't really pick up. No one really cared. So it was uh, dropped. I think it was just piss poor drawn. I mean, it's just, I, yeah. I yeah. So, all right, moving into their next special, which all these were TV movie specials. None of them came to the big screen, like at least with the Adams family back in the nineties. So this is the monster's revenge. Majority of the cast came back again for their roles, which was really cool. So Fred Gwynn, Bon DiCarlo, Aldous, and such. The only ones that were replaced were Marilyn and Eddie. And so you got that. And this brought in the, um, it was like a wax museum type of storyline with the Phantom of the Opera and such. So you got that. And then we move into the next series. Here comes the monsters, which came out in 1995. Unfortunately, by 93, Fred Gwynn died of, pantry, of pancreatic cancer. Um, so we had Ed Herman, who unfortunately has passed away also. Um, if you remember Lost Boys, he was the head vampire. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or if you're a Gilmore Girls fan, um, which my wife had to tell me to say that, but um, he played he played Herman. But the nice thing about the movie is the fact that there is a cameo of the original cast in a diner scene, which was pretty cool. So you got to see the original Lily, Grandpa, and such. And even Eddie. They brought back the original um, um, Eddie to come back. So that's pretty cool. So there you go. It's not that boring, Charles. Wake up. Oh, oh, oh! I'm just breathing heavily. <laughs> um, so there's some snippets from the show. Um, to be honest, it just started going downhill as far as I mean, Grandpa looks. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, granted, the original Grandpa was not just portraying Dracula, but he became more of the mad scientist type of character. He was always making potions and crap in his little dungeon. But still, uh, it was kind of weird. And then in 1996, we got the monster's scary little Christmas where Herman had to um, save Christmas. Much like Ernest, if you've watched any of the Ernest movies, this is like, <laughs> let's do it. These monster's characters. So there you go. Um, if you think your family is weird, spend the Christmas. This Christmas with the monsters. So, yeah. It was a Fox holiday special. There's the cast. All right. Then in 1998, 1988, excuse me, to 1991, the Monsters Today debuted, which... I kind of remember, but I didn't remember it lasted this long, but it lasted 73 episodes. Wow. Three seasons. Three seasons. Yeah. More than the original, wow. which is weird. Yeah. And damn. That's what they look like. Um, so, I don't know. 
kind of weird. I think I had pants like this back in the... I mean, I Maybe lived in Orange day. County. I lived in Orange County still, but I was like, damn, what the hell? Um, but yeah, there's that. And then, obviously, um, later on, in October of 2012, they tried to reinvent the monsters by creating Mockingbird Lane here, which was going to be a more of a modern-day take, which starred Jerry O'Connell as Herman Munster, um, which didn't take. Um, no. They had a pilot episode, and then it just... it That was it. Died. Yeah. Um, they all looked normal. They weren't like the universal monster um, motif and all that type of stuff. You could tell at times, you know, Jerry O'Connell's character was like a Frank's because he Frank had like scars yeah. and such that, you know, they'd open him up and all this, but he didn't look the traditional part and with the rest of the cast also. So there you go. Um, but they did have toys. Uh, Diamond Select gave us um, some monster action figures so you can collect you can get Herman here Lily grandpa and they had some other versions of they had hot rod Herman and uncle Gilbert they had raceway Lily they had hot rod grandpa based off of the movie uh, monsters go home and then Toys R Us had some exclusives also they also had some black and white versions, which is really cool. Yeah. And then they also, Diamond Select also gave us a 115th scale monster coach. Pretty badass. Features sounds and such. And then there was other product that you could get back in the day. Like um, Grandpa's Monsters Dracula coffin hot rod. They also made a Mego style doll back in, um, I think it was 2000. Kind of like the Ghostbusters from Maddie. So you can get Grandpa, Herman Monster, in different outfits. You can also get a Marilyn, Lily, Eddie. Um, there's some other figures you can get Lily and Herman and Grandpa here, which are more doll like soft goods yeah and they were numbered barbie also made a gift set for the monsters with herman and lily and then there was also more kind of like hot toys one six scale 12 inch you could get of the cast you can get lily herman herman in his hot rod uniform or outfit eddie and um, grandpa and marilyn that's what they look like box with an um, uh, open flap that you have a little bit of description of the show and then you got the window package that showcases the figure with their accessory pieces and they also came with a stand which was pretty cool mm. nice grandpa with his chemistry set lily really didn't look like lily unfortunately uh, she came with a lily and a purse um urban looked pretty good eddie marilyn didn't really look like she should, but not bad. And then there's pop figures and such um, that you can get. And then they made other decorative stuff. I don't know. I'm just throwing out stuff now. 
<laughs> yeah, those symbols I found. And then other places, other people did, you know, um, you know, nods to them, like I said, with the Simpsons. And here's Lady Death dressed up as Lily. So I thought that was pretty cool. This was a nice little uh, macabre type of issue that they did. So, again, trying to bump very up cold those. cold in um, that room. It is very cool. I'm just trying to bump up my, you know, subscribe base. I'm just kidding. But that's it. Um, so, happy Halloween, everyone. For all you Lady Death fans out there, there you go. I'm talking to all you guys. So, there you go. Last of the past. That's it. The Adams Family versus the Monsters. Adams Family has a, I think, kind of a rich history if you look at Charles Adams and what he was trying to portray, but then the Monsters already had a pre-established history because they were based yeah. off of the Universal Monsters. Yeah. And such. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to, you know, pick one or the other because they're really iconic in their own ways. But it's so weird that you don't see a new take on the monsters as far as maybe Universal doesn't want to do it. I don't know, but as like this family cohesive comedy unit um, but, and such. I, I just think it would be really hard to replace Fred Gwynn. I mean, he was Herman Munster, you know? True. And then like, you know, Al Lewis's grandpa too, you know, yeah. even and like that was dope uh how he was in gremlins 2 basically playing grandpa yeah yep um majority of the cast except for the two original marylands and eddie um are alive um obviously fred died and then within a year 2005 2006 i believe um yvonne DiCarlo and al lewis died so unfortunately but Again, though, I think that they could do it. I just don't feel like Universal wants to touch those iconic characters. Yeah. Whether you look yeah. at the monsters as iconic, but like prior to that, this is the Frankenstein monster. This is, yeah. you know, Dracula. This is the Wolfman. I don't know if they want to like do that. I don't think the they yeah they're trying to. Good. They're trying to relaunch, you know, the Universal Monsters is yeah. like a serious uh -huh. thing. And then, like, if you yeah. do the Monsters too, it kind of, like, dilutes the property. Uh -huh. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I agree with, I agree with that. It just sucks that that's the way it, it's going, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but... I mean, but out of all of you guys, which ones do you guys prefer? Let's let's put it that way. Okay, Charles, start us off. Um, Adams, Adams. Uh, yeah, really. Monsters and everything were just Adams found that I liked better. Really? All right, cool. Both were syndicated. I I forgot to mention the monsters was syndicated also. And um, did a lot of um, um be became more popular again in syndication, but not nearly enough. I mean, I guess enough to bring it back as far as what they were trying to revamp it. But um, so, but okay. How about you, Trent? Man, um, I don't know. I could kind of. I 
I guess when I was little, I guess I used to look at them both. You can't have I both. You can only choose one. Only one. I know they're similar, but there are a lot of differences between them, too. So if I had to choose one, I don't know. Uh, ugh, you know what I mean? Lily Monster or Morticia Adams? Yeah. Uh, oh, That's a hard one, James. I ain't going to even front. I'd go with Lily. All right. I'll say I'll just say monster screw it. All right, cool. I that might works. change my mind later on though. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um how about you, Nick? Monsters. Monsters, nice. Yeah, man. Um I I just always enjoyed it more and like I, I like the humor in the monsters more. It oh. was just Yeah, and like I like spot. You know that was that was cool. How you know it looked like the like the Hound of the Baskervilles coming out of the stairs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Like, but like the Adams Family movies were definitely better. Like, yeah. That was that was an awesome remake for a property. Definitely, I will agree with that. Um, yeah, definitely for like the original stuff, the monsters. Monsters go home. I can still watch. I love that shit. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I would agree with you. I'd go with monsters. I like the Adams family, but I like. It, it was just pretty cool, to. Um, I don't know. I like the monsters. Um, I I got the Adams family humor at times, but I guess because of the who they were as the monsters. I mean, it's Frankenstein monster. This is Dracula. This is it was like okay, I wanted to I'd wa- I watched that because I was more like you know you're familiar with those stories more yeah. so than um the Adams family. But and I the, do enjoy and, the monster the Adams family movies though. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, like. To me, the movies are more iconic than the series now. Yeah. I mean, Raul Julia, I mean, he was basically doing the other guy's shtick, but he did it better. And then fucking Christopher Lloyd as Fester was awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he was. <laughs> and it was a unique take. I mean, even the kids taking it to that darker place than we, yeah. we got to see in the 60s was pretty enjoy, enjoyable. I didn't put in there, they got it, you know, in the Adams Family Values, they got Pug, not Pugsley, but um, Hubert, <laughs> their, their son with the the, the stash. <laughs> and yeah. Such, but, um, yeah. Yeah. They're both great in their own way. So there you go. Um, that was my little Halloween special I wanted to do. I've already done Ghostbusters. I mean, we looked at Ghostbusters filmation. We also looked at the Ghostbusters, um, um, the real Ghostbusters and such. So but this would be kind of good. Um, so next year, Groovy Ghoulies. That's it. Sweet. <laughs> I'm pulling for a Supernaturals one, man. Yeah. Um, I might even just I might go out of – maybe we'll look at like Nightmare on Elm Street. Right oh hell yeah that'd be cool cool but again cool i appreciate everyone watching um i think that's it unless you guys want to talk about some other stuff um it's kind of a shorter show two hours 28 minutes 
that rifle through this stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's it. Yeah, I don't have anything else. Sucks. <laughs> um, don't forget to check out the Cool Table Network. Um, I featured them in the beginning of the show, but again, enter the realm. The ROC Hangout. Um, you got Figure Banging, Stasis Log, Information Creep. You got Nerd Rage Radio. You got um, Shattercast Uncut. You have Toy Detox, Eight Weeks. You have uh, someone else. This is someone else. Uh, I believe the new um, Lego show with Iron Claw and Clutch. Um, that's about it. So, yeah. And that that's all we're going to be doing. It was cool to see Tommy back on the um, Hangout Tuesday. Badass. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Enjoyed that. Um, so yeah, uh, Halloween special, I guess, uh, uh, for ETR on Monday. So yeah, that should be fun. I don't know who's dressing up. <laughs> I don't know if there's a theme. Maybe we're going to dress up as the Adams family. I don't know. Um, so stay tuned for that. And that's about it. So, um, have a safe and enjoyable Halloween. I know it's on a Tuesday, which kind of blows. Um, but yeah. Regardless, be safe out there. And um, that's it. So I guess we're done. I guess I should turn it off. Yeah. I really do like this this Omega. He's a big, big son of a bitch. I like him. Holy cow. He's yeah. nice. Did you, see, did you see that picture of somebody breaking his legs? Like, uh, no. Yeah, somebody broke. I don't know, but yeah, it's not that like type the of first, toy. The first tran- <laughs> transformation, they broke some shit, and his le- like his the legs on his torso are completely off. Well, thanks, Nick. Appreciate the, <laughs> the words of encouragement there. Thank God. Well, he I was just, I w- majority. He came pretty much in robot mode. His like part B was all his legs were already assembled. And such, mm. and then I just had to transform essentially the um, the tank. That was it, pretty mm. much. And pop it on. But I will say, he was a lot cheaper than this son bitch back in the day. Wow. Um, yeah. And he's as far as size, he only comes up to about there. So Planet wow. X was a lot more expensive back then. <laughs> that's 2013, I think. That's what Charles and I were talking about. Before the show, all so. the LEDs on him were cool, though. I like oh, that. Oh, on Planet X, uh, the Planet X, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's not bad. He's gonna go. The this fan stories Omega is gonna go in my chug, and maybe I'll get a. Maybe I'll try the DX nine. But I don't know. Other than that, um, cool. Oh, I should say like and subscribe. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, always appreciated. I want to be the number one show on Saturdays. I said it. You already are, baby. You already are. You already are. Well, I'm little, I'm waiting for my plaque, man. <laughs> <laughs> I want that plaque. I want that nice little like 
2017 Saturday show of the year. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just bullshit. I'm just we got ten views until they all go. Oh, we got nine now. Until they all go disappear. I'm gonna keep going. All right, I guess.